Greetings, Earthlings. Welcome to a Beautiful Mind Podcast. I am your host, C. Patrice. Let's dive right in. Okay, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of A Beautiful Mind Podcast, a safe place for bullshit thinkers. I am your host, C. Patrice, and this week I'm giving you all another life lesson. I want to discuss male and female friendships. Are they actually possible? So today I have with me two beautiful co-hosts, my super married friends, Kaluba and his wife, Patrice. Oh, yeah. I have to say, y'all, please feel free to, to laugh out loud. I know that your baby is sleeping in the other room, but please laugh out loud. It helps kill the, the dead space, okay? Thank you. Can y'all promise me that? Got sure. it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so my super married friends, Kaluba and his wife, Patrice. But, oh, yeah, we're going by Jay. So, sorry. You can say Kaluba is fine. Okay, cool, because that's just going to happen. So, y'all say what up. <laughs> Hello. Hey, y'all. What's up? (laughs) All right. So um, they are in town from Georgia and we went to the uh, state fair today, which is is actually opening day at the um, Dallas State Fair. So, of course, I have to ask, how was it? So let's keep it very minimal so that if other people do want to attend, they don't feel some type of way. So Patrice, your opinion first of all the state fairs you've been to in your life. Where would you rank this one, one through ten? Go. Um, I mean, I've really only been to like two. <laughs> um, I guess compared to the other one I went to, maybe like a what other one? Six. We went to with uh, not Minnesota, Minnesota State Fair, and all I can think about are the cheese curds there. They were really good. They were really, really good. Um, I guess the best thing I had here though was the. What is it? The lobster croquette croquettes. Okay, Those so are what, pretty good. what were you most excited for? Because y'all had like a whole itinerary. So what were you most excited for? And then and how? And did you try it? And how was it? Um, yeah the the croquettes were the ones that I was like, oh that that sounds good, and it was the first thing I saw. So I'm mm-hmm. glad it was the first thing I got off the list. Mm-hmm. And then it was the pickle pizza that I really wanted to try, and that was a miss. It was it was too Dang. salty. It didn't work out. But yeah, mine was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, fried. That's really good. What would you label this fair for you? One through ten. Seeing this is my what fifth fair um, of life. Mm-hmm. Oh. I've been to the California, Indiana, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Dallas. Okay. Probably rank it like maybe fourth. Wow. The food was kind of overrated, but that fried peanut butter jelly sandwich was really good. So what made y'all decide that y'all wanted to come here for the fair? YouTube. Like, okay. So YouTube made it look really, really awesome? Yeah. yeah. But are y'all Better than awesome? it was. Are y'all in hunt of fairs right now? Because why are y'all going to multiple? Oh, we just love food. Okay. So wherever there seems to be good food, we're going to go. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Kaluba, so you said you give it like a four. What food would you actually recommend and what food would you advise against? Did you have anything you would advise The against? fried strawberry shortcake was overrated. Okay. It looked better than it tasted. And... I don't know, I really enjoyed the shrimp po' boy. Mm. The fruity, it wasn't as, the fruity pebbles It had fruity on pebbles it. on top, but then it wasn't as sweet as I thought it was going to be. It was a yeah. little bit salty. I assumed that it would have been sweet. That's interesting. That seems like it was unnecessary then to have the fruity pebbles on it. Like they had no purpose. I mean, it had a, it had a little bit of sweetness to it, but it wasn't meant to be like a sweet food. It was just like, you know how you have a salt and salty and sweet. Mm. Let's get into some some how we met. So for those for people who don't know, we'll do like us all individually. So I'm gonna introduce Kaluba and then and how we met, I think. Please feel free to interject wherever where I may be misstepping and then Kaluba, I want you to introduce how you and Pat met and y'all can collab on that. But so I think we met Coincidentally, me and Kaluba met um, 
when I think I was maybe 16. I don't know. I think I think it was first my sophomore year and going into your senior year because you were moving to Georgia. No? The very first time I met you, I was going to visit Alicia. Right. That was, and that was oh. the, the day. That was like no, the, that was a, that was the a, day after. That was a whole year. No way. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. You were in... You stepped outside for like maybe five minutes because you and Alicia on your house at um, 14th and North. Hey, okay. <laughs> Come on, address. <laughs> uh. <laughs> My bad. But yes, okay. So that so you weren't moving then? Mm-mm. That was the very first time I met you. Oh, okay. And then the following year is a year, like the official official meeting. We actually spoke. That's more at Summerfest. Going to see Lupe. That. So and I met you. We? I was going into my senior year. You're going to your junior. Okay. Really, junior? No way. Okay. 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 Cool. So yeah, I was probably 16. Um. So we met, and then I think who was with you that day when we went to go see Lupe? JT. At JT. Oh man. You were running. Okay, so JT was probably my male best friend at that time. Like, he was, like, my introduction to male best friends. And, I mean, yes. Yeah, so, so JT liked me. We knew that. You don't have... You can, you can speak up. But, yeah. So, JT <laughs> did like me, but I had put... He, he, we were friends. We were good she friends. She friend zoned him. Yes. We, he was in the like friend zone. Like most women do. Oh, okay. He, we were in the friend zone, but I thought we were good there. Like, he you, used to ride his bike to my house and everything. It was you great. You thought... We had a great friendship. Okay. We had a great friendship. So <laughs> you were with JT and you were with Evan, and I was with Ronnie. I wasn't with Evan. We met up later. Okay, so we were all at the concert. So I actually had a crush on somebody you were with, and then we ended up talking a little bit temporarily, and then I think that that's how you and I started talking so much more frequently because of that person. Yeah, because I really wanted him to date black girls. Okay, so you were trying to push this to be a thing. I, yes, that makes sense. Yeah, so you were trying to push it to be a thing. It, it ended up being a not really thing. Like, just more of like, should I be just, I mean, it ended up just being sex. Whoops. And the funniest <laughs> thing about that is they both called me to ask if they should do it, which is the most childish <laughs> thing in the world. Okay, so, well. Uh, you called me uh-huh. asking, should you guys do it? And mm-hmm. I said, both of you guys are grown. Do what you got to do. And then what's his name called me five minutes later. And mm-hmm. he was like, I'm heading to her house. What should I do? <laughs> and I was like, both of you guys are childish. Both of you guys are calling me. And I also would like to just say, no, not to him. Because he's a great person. I don't actually count him in my list of people. Because nobody finished. It was like. We were just like Can I be honest around. what happened? Okay. If you want to and try to be like as little descriptive as possible, please. <laughs> Actually, no, because it's not relevant to this story. We are here to talk about our friendship, <laughs> how it started, and how it got to damn near 15 years. Okay. Not about my sex life. Or lack thereof. Got it. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think that's how we met. And then, like, after that, then, I don't know, it just became way more frequently. We just talk all the time because I was going through male problems. Mostly. I like my little sister. Yeah. From, like, that moment on. Um, and then I would come down to Atlanta and I would visit, which is actually cool because today we went to the state fair. And I think one of the first outings I remember, at least, which my memory fails me daily. But one of the first outings we had in Atlanta was we went to that fair. North and, Georgia Fair. Yep, and we got bills, which was this little. Um, I cheated in this uh, little fish game, and so like I didn't technically win, but I won. I won. I won this monkey named Bills, and <laughs> I was shaking my head the whole night. <laughs> yep. Oh well, I won. Okay, so that's how we met Kaluba, Pat. One of y'all take it. How did y'all meet? Five minutes or less. I'm going to let him have it. Now I'll just chime in. When I okay, one of my friends was being real creepy. So I saw Pat, and I was like, I need to talk to her. But she's light-skinned, so I'm not going to talk to her. Oh, my God. I know. 
Christmas. <laughs> but a little voice in my head told me to go up to her. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go up to her. has very, very specific all things. That's so, not true. I just like dark-skinned women who's okay. over 190 pounds with natural That's hair. That's not, like, um, okay. super very specific. Anyways, make it real short. Um, not me. I saw her. <laughs> She got up and disappeared. I was like, oh, oh, well. So I ended up dating somebody. Like, what year was this for y'all? How old when were y'all? I, um, this is 2012 when I first saw her. But I didn't see her again. Oh, my bad. 20, 2011. 2011. It was bad. like January 2011. And then. Um, so y'all were how old? I don't know. 2021. I don't know. Okay. Patrice was turning 21. I was turning 20. Okay. Nobody remember ages. We just remember years. Okay. Anyways, um, I didn't see her on campus. So one of my good friends at the time, he was, he was the creepy one. Patrice likes to call me creepy, but he was like, you know what? We don't want to mess up your education. So I'll come on campus with you, and then while you're in class, I will scout out Afro. We didn't know her name at the time. We we just called her Afro. So he ended up scouting her, and he saw her one day, and he's like, all right, bet. We saw her on a Monday. That means she probably has classes Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So every day you need to be lurking for Afro on those days. What does that sound like? Wow, a stalker. It sounds like a stalker. It was a a good plan, though. I mean, keep going. Here y'all are today. (laughs) It was a good plan. So I think it was like... Put in the work, fellas. I ended up not seeing her almost the whole year. So I started dating other people. And like... Was this also when you were celibate? I think mm -hmm, that... I was still celibate. It was like the fourth year of my celibacy. Okay. Or third year of my celibacy. So I was dating this other girl at the time who was dark skinned and 180 plus pounds, okay. natural hair. And then she pushed me into a car because I wouldn't sleep with her. Oh my gosh. And I was like, well, I'm going to go put all my efforts to find an afro. Thanks, girl. Mm-mm. And then like two days later, <laughs> who do I see in the cafe? Afro. And I was like. Was it in the cafeteria or was I outside? No, it was in the, it was in the cafe. And I was like, Okay. It was over the balcony, and I was like, if she's there five minutes later, I'm going to go talk to her. And then I waited five minutes, looked up, she was gone. I said, well, God, I'll try tomorrow. <laughs> so I was walking outside, and guess what I see sitting down on the bench? Went to go introduce myself, put my hand caught, out. That caught me way off guard, because you came up from behind me, too. It was like to the side. Well, but when I saw you, though, I was like, oh, aren't you? Wait, no, you I said... introduced myself as my mom calls me Jay. Oh, you were like, aren't you, aren't you cutie patootie? Yeah, because <laughs> at that time, I've been following Afro on Twitter since 2000. And her name was cutie patootie? Huh? Yeah. yeah, it was cutie oh, patootie. Oh, my goodness. Now y'all <laughs> introduced off of social media handles. Well, right. we actually were, like, friends on Twitter before. Since 2008. Yeah. Really? And had messaged each other, too. Really? hmm So I was trying to tell Patrice whether she liked it or not, we are going to be together. Like, Aww. my first basketball game in high school when I moved to Georgia was against her high school. Mm. And then... Wow, my- kismet. And then, like. <laughs> what the first college game I had, there was a party that night, and she was supposed to be there, but I didn't end up going. So either way, we're gonna end up together, whether she liked it or not. I love it. And now y'all got this cute little baby who also looks like he's just supposed to be here. So he is pretty cute. Yay, bye. <laughs> okay. So Pat, did he leave anything out? Um. Well, the part where he pretty much dissed me you come up what? to me to say oh hey aren't you cute but and i was like oh your your name was my mom calls me jay on twitter too mm-hmm. and i went to give him a hug and he was like he put his hand out because i don't hug shape. these girls i need to know you at least three meetings and i'll give you a hug oh my gosh i, I don't know you like that a, you don't hug in general so i guess that's that means who just hugs strangers I mean, it was like Mm-mm. we had been friends on the internet. Twitter don't count. Yeah, it kind of doesn't. Because your profile picture but was But it had been but considering you were stalking her, though. I wasn't. It was my yeah. friend who was. And we had talked Upon like in between best. times. It was his idea. It worked, though. It did. Is that friend single? I, or is that friend also married? Um, He's engaged. We don't talk anymore, though. But he's engaged. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, nice. Well, good for him. 
All right, so I've had enough of that. Um, you ready for the real stuff? Yeah. Let's get All into right. it. All right. So, Kaluba, how soon into y'all dating did Patrice have to find out that you collect women? Ooh. Oh. No, I, I'm just kidding. I told Patrice our first date. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to use this. I don't know if it's actually going to work. But you said how how soon after? Our first date, I told her everything. So you're actually not denying that you collect women? I have a lot of women best friends. You have a lot of women around you in general. So like me and Pat talked about this a little bit last night. Like it's not just your friends. Like you are. Don't you have five five sisters? Four and and plus one. Because my niece was around me. She was 37. So you grew up with five women, a mother, a father, and then you have how many female best friends? I'll say, well, at the time I had five. At the time of y'all meeting? Yeah. That's a lot. Probably have four now. That's a lot. All right. Well, I, I have this audio clip that's going to go into the rest of our segment, so I'm just going to go ahead and play that. A lot of y'all have heard it before. Um, it's about 40 seconds, so just give us a second. There's some guy somewhere saying, yeah, I'm, we're friends. No, that's not true. He's your friend only because you have made it absolutely clear that nothing else is happening except this friendship we have. We remain your friends in hopes that one day there'll be a crack in the door, a chink in the armor, and trust and believe that guy that you think is just your buddy, he will slide in that crack <laughs> the moment he gets the opportunity. Because we're guys. Think this way? Uh, 99.9% of us think that way. Okay. So, uh, as a man who has more female best friends than fingers on your right hand, <laughs> how, how have you managed to not be that guy? Well, for the most part, most of my women friends, I guess I friend zone them off top because I really don't, none of you guys are really my type. All you guys are pretty oh, much skinny. Um, whether you're a brown skin, light skin, or even my white friend Danielle, um, none of you guys are my type, so it's easy for me just to put you guys to the side. Okay, well, I mean, I guess we'll get back to that with <laughs> other people who have maybe tried and and didn't make it. But um, just for some more context, Kaluba, have you ever been cheated on? I've or been cheated on twice. Have you ever cheated? Nope. Okay, Patrice, have you ever been cheated on? I have been cheated on, yeah. Have you ever cheated? No, I have not. Okay. Okay, so you know. So both of y'all have been cheated on. Never the cheater. I guess that's good. Um, Patrice, do you have any platonic male friends? Um, No, honestly, from... I mean, I don't know. I, I don't really have a lot of males in my life, I guess. No, not a lot of guys. The only guy I guess is my dad that I'm really around like that okay. I have an older sister um yeah no no male friends at all and the guys that I maybe thought were male friends either I ended up liking them or they ended up mm. liking me so it was never really I never really had a platonic male friendship so with that in mind with the clip <clears throat> in mind about not being able to sustain male friend or friendships between males and females because of sexual attraction you would say that that was an issue for your yeah i mean like i feel like experience. what he is saying for my personal experience is believable mm-hmm. but i mean i also like to think like all people aren't the same but out of all the experiences I've had, like that's been pretty accurate. Or I guess either one way or the other. Yeah, somebody likes someone mm-hmm. every time. Okay. Um. So both of y'all also grew up with your parents in the home, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So did you ever witness like your mom or dad having any female or male best friends? That's a good question. No, my. Both of my parents, I mean, I guess the friendships I've witnessed them having have been other married couples or, mm-hmm. like, at church. Cause we used to be at church, like, all the time. Yeah. So it's just other church friends who are mostly married or if they're single, it's just, you know, that's just, like, a associate, like, yeah. church friendship. But they didn't have any, like... <clears throat> 
people come into the house like, oh, I knew that that that's my mom's best friend, and we call him Uncle Ken. Nah. Kind of thing. Nah. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kuga? Um. Yeah. Both of my parents have opposite sex best friends. Dang. My dad had plenty of women friends, and my mom has. She has the same three male friends that she's known since middle school. And okay. So how did that? I mean, that was never a problem. I mean, you never saw that as a problem. No, I think growing up, I, my parents always taught us, like, know your worth. Yeah. So, when that person leaves you, cheats on you, what have you, it's their loss. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I think even my sisters, they even have a separate one. They all have platonic male friends as well. Okay. okay. So, like, obviously, my parents, did, I grew up in a single family home, but so I didn't see too many um friendships that were i mean like my dad had female friends but like were they oh. <laughs> were they <laughs> and then so like i didn't see that with my mom at all but um i think it's been very important for me to find a male best friend it was probably i mean half of it's probably because i halfway lived my life through my sister and she had a male best friend and I would not witnessed their relationship and it's like super super cute so I think I always was like yeah I want to be able to have a male best friend and I did seek that in other guys prior to Kaluba but it was kind of a fail because they did end up liking me or like it was a known thing so like I think even with um when me and Kaluba started being like really really good friends the guy i was dating at the time definitely had a problem with it like mm-hmm. he was like nah um you can't be friends with i know i know like with jt he was like nah you can't be friends with him and there would be times where like i would just have to stone cold cut off jt and i, I i'm sure that probably really hurt him because if I, even if i was a friend then it's like dang why we can't just be friends um and i'm pretty sure i did it to you too i don't really remember like having any moments where I had to tell you like, hey, I can't call you no more because homeboy. No. You just did it like sneakily. Yeah. Like you wouldn't contact me when he was around. Yeah. Dang, I was sneaking. Yeah. I still spoke to you weekly. Well, great. Well, at least I kept you around (laughs) because guess who not around? Actually, it's so (laughs) funny because when I was writing out y'all's episode last night, I was looking through my IG story and I was looking, and you're probably going to be mad about this, but whatever. I was looking at who had viewed it and he did. My ex viewed it. And it was a video of KJ. And I was like, dang, I wonder how. Oh, Lord. I was like, I thought I was, it was Mike at your head right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was, I was thinking though, like, damn, I wonder how salty, or I like wonder what his thought process is, because he's always been adamant, like, no, nah, y'all ain't just friends, y'all ain't just friends, y'all ain't just friends, and now here you and I are standing with standing the test of time. I've seen you be married now. I've seen you have this kid, and like all of y'all are here in my home, and we are showing that we've still had this friendship, mm-hmm. and he's not even around. Like he was. I would I could have lost both him and a good very yeah. good male friendship just listening to a dude who what ego insecure insecure yeah insecure so shout out to me for sneaking and creeping to keep my best friend <laughs> and did what I had to do <laughs> but yeah no so I was I just wanted to point that out too because that was really important but so if Patrice did come tomorrow and was like hey. I got um this friend, I, this guy I met at work, and they started being friends and hanging out and shit. You'd be fine with that? It wouldn't bother me at all. Yeah, because it's you. Well, <clears throat> you have mentioned, though, that, like, having a newer friend feels a little different, though, because we are already married and established. Like, right. why are you having It wouldn't bother me, friends? but I think at this age, most men don't want to be friends with women. I say like eighty percent of men don't want to at be friends. At this age, right? Okay, but like always though, right? Like I always just tell Chelsea when we're younger, any male on your phone, ask them if they'll sleep with you, and she'll never do it because those weren't her friends. I mean, cause, cause I don't think that that's relevant. Like, yes, it is. Cause if a guy would sleep with you, he's not your friend. Like I'll never sleep with you. I've never thought about sleeping with you. 
Yeah. And that's interesting, too, because when I was writing this and, and thinking of the Steve Harvey clip and talking about sex, I was like, dang, I don't even think I've ever sexualized our relationship at all. Like, I don't think that I've ever even seen you in that aspect. It just went brother so fast and in in a brother further than the brother uh, like, that goes further for me than my own brother does. So, like, I would like never so I don't even think I thought of that. So when I thought of the clip, I had walked downstairs. And again, you were in the showers. So I was talking to Patrice. I was like, dang, what are we going to have to talk about? Like, <laughs> are we going to be talking about sex in this friendship? Yeah. Because like, we've never had to do that. So it's like really been a different perspective that I've had to think about our friendship in. So like, and can I add something that was funny? I remember when I first told Patrice I was going to visit you. That's when you were in Austin. And she was like, where do you sleep? I was like, I don't know. I usually sleep at the foot of the bed. She sleeps at the top of the bed. And she's like, mm. <laughs> And yeah, I was like, seriously? I was, yeah, I was going to kind of butt in. Like, it's it's so, like, odd to me that I guess, like, that friendships like that can be platonic. Because, mm-hmm. like, me for me, and obviously I'm married to you, but, like, looking at you, like, you're an attractive guy. Like, you're a good guy. Like, you're, you do well for yourself. Like, it's hard for me to think that any girl would just want to be your friend if you weren't already taken like why wouldn't you want this guy so for me like with you and your friends i was like you sure none of them never really wanted you know yeah because out of all five of them like nobody five is a lot really five is like a plethora yeah That's, that's more than a few like so that walks us right into what patrice what were your first thoughts when y'all were 20 what is this 21 22 first starting out like it was like the first first 10 minutes of the date i brought you guys up well so honestly like i don't (laughs) i don't really remember a whole lot of details of the first day except for that i just knew that i really liked you (laughs) and we had ice cream and we're sitting there for forever so i don't really remember you bringing them up but like if you brought them up on the first day all five of your friends like clearly they're your friends like if you wanted to yeah like you would just not say anything so i mean that already kind of i guess took that out of my mind but like still me being a little leery about it because like when you asked had i been cheated on i had been cheated on with somebody who said that they were friends Mm. with this other person Mm. and it was like I mean, it was just, like, straight up lying to my face because, like, we were all all in band together. And so I would see them talk, and I'd ask, and they oh, it's just my friend. And I'd be like, yeah, that's not friendly. And mm. then, like, I heard and found out that they, like, slept together and whatever. Oh, wow. So it, it was a big deal. And that was, like, my biggest high school relationship. So that, like, that definitely left a mark on me. So I was like, okay, this guy's got five friends that i don't know like i mean it was it definitely kind of gave me pause yeah so was there any point where you felt like you were maybe uncomfortable with that like do you see because for me and all of my very grownness right now today if i meet a man who is like i got all these sisters i got all these female best friends I know that I call a lot. <laughs> if these bitches was calling, but uh, you know, like, in, but that's because, like, I'm also unfortunately like really hurt puppy. I couldn't deal with it. I my trust issues are too bad. Like, I would probably red flag them and and not go. But none of that hit like that for you. Um, I mean, as like time went on and we really like got serious, I guess. Like, he definitely talked about you guys a lot and. And I mean, I don't know when, but I eventually met all of you guys. And it was, I mean, it was very chill. Like, it didn't seem like anything. Yeah. Um, But, like, I did kind of waver a lot between, like, yeah, they're just friends. And, like, hmm, I don't know. And a lot of that was kind of, like, outside influences, too. Like, I bet. my friends and I, sisters. I like, bet. what do you mean he's going to go visit, like, in yeah. a whole other state? And, like, and how I asked him, like, where do you sleep? Like, that yeah. question came from somebody else. Because I. No, I told you guys where I slept. Or I told you where I slept. I didn't ask. No. Um, so, you know, my thing is, if you're just honest from the get-go, it's less for you to remember. So I'm not too much of a liar. It's so less for you to make up. Right. That's what, you mean. That's what I meant. Yeah. It was less for me to make up more. 
or less also less for me to remember because why why oh less and for I'm not, you to remember yeah and i'm yeah, also okay. not and i'm not scared of anybody why am i gonna lie to another adult for that part that so part. to help her out in her insecurities i always let patrice know everything well and then like when we kind of had a little bit of this conversation like that's kind of what i had to realize like first of all yes like you telling me stuff off the bat made me more comfortable because like i mean if you if you already are telling me like okay i know this is what i do like i'm gonna be straight up then it's okay like okay um but i had to realize like well i mean if you are in another state and you are doing whatever else that could be coming up in my imagination like it could be happening i'm not gonna know what did you do you remember what you said yesterday? yeah i said like i have i have to be able to let you like make me look stupid if i mean love him I'm, enough yeah love you, you enough look a fool. because i mean i can't i'm not gonna run behind you i if i'm if i trust you and i'm with you like i'm I'm just, I, I have to trust you. Yeah. You might make me look stupid. I'm, I mean, I guess eventually I'd have to, it'll uh, bring itself to light if that was really happening. But, I mean, I trusted you enough and I still trust you. So, yeah. And, and that statement on, like, loving somebody enough to let them make a fool out of you or, like, be willing to risk them making a fool of you. Being vulnerable. Yeah is like so 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 important and and missed out i think by a lot of people because we're afraid to be ourselves in the fear of rejection from another person but if you can't be yourself around somebody who will you be for the remainder of that relationship are you going to be faking it the whole entire time then are you willing to fake it the whole entire time which is keeping up lies Mm -hmm. which is keeping up a whole bunch of bullshit that eventually has to crumble there's no way you can make it the rest of your life married and lying to somebody about who you really are out of fear of losing them yeah and not only that it like robs them of the opportunity to love you authentically in the way that you're asking to be loved like he definitely threw us all in your face threw everything probably negative and was like hey so this is who i am what you want yeah like yeah, he did that the first date. I'm completely, <laughs> I'm completely naked. Do you like what you see? I have a lot of bad first dates by bringing you guys up, bringing you guys up in anime. I've had a lot of bad dates. I oh. told her just one time I brought up anime and you guys, and this girl's like, "Nah, you can't have women friends." And my guy can't watch anime. I paid for the food and left. And she's like, "You did that?" I was like, "Yeah, I paid for the food and left." And see that that's another thing too. Like, I. I didn't want to try to, I guess, come between you and your friends. And you said that too. You were like, "They've been my friends You're for a long nowhere. time. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna stop talking to them or whatever." So, like, yeah, y'all were like a part of the deal. Yeah. So even if I, yeah, even if I was, you know, a little had a little question about it, like I knew that, you know, I was gonna meet y'all and you know be friends with y'all too. Yeah. So. And I think that I've tried to do that. I don't know. Maybe men struggle with it more. I think in my last relationship, unfortunately, like, they didn't get to meet, but, like, they almost crossed paths, like, too soon. Like, I was just dating that guy, and then I was moving into a new apartment, and Kaluba had came down to help me move. And, like, as soon as he pretty much got there, he was like, oh ain't you talking to some new dude and he and i was like yeah he was like no you're not like if i'm out here helping you move and he not i don't care he's like i don't need to meet him ever like i don't care i don't care how far you think this is going i don't care about none of that i don't need to meet this guy i just did all that it's not happening yeah and like unfortunately to this day like that guy proved to not be worth meeting and Kaluba's still coming, driving to help me move fucking from Texas to fucking Milwaukee, <laughs> driving 17 hours. Passenger princess the whole Bro, drive. Man, what? Like, I, this is not an episode about how great of a friend you are, but like, <laughs> in these last two years alone, instrumental, the fact that y'all are here now and like, y'all had his baby and still find time to give to friends is amazing because not a lot of people do and friendships are relationships like any other relationship and they do need to be nurtured and the nurturing that y'all have given to me in these last couple of years chef's kiss like i don't know where i'd be without y'all so thank you 
Nice. I I tell um, Justin that all the time. Like you have really good friends. Like yeah, she's kind of jealous. <laughs> and not like no shade to my friends, but like y'all really do keep up with each other a lot. Y'all visit each other. Like yeah, when he's like, yeah, let's go to Dallas. Yeah, let's go here. Let's go. Here. And it's really just to visit friends. Like yeah. that's that says a lot. So it does, and it means a lot. Like being able to be a part of y'all's life so much means a lot to me like and then this little baby like now he's a part of the crew like i i think so when kaluba texan said that he was coming for a state fair he's like so it's one thing like it used to just be kaluba visiting and then it was like oh now he's married so now patrice is visiting so it's like (laughs) okay you know social social adjustments patrice doesn't quite know me so i can't quite be all the way myself and then bloop now chad and then bloop now we having a baby now bloop chad's married and it's just like all these extra people yeah. and i'm like what the fuck is going on but, but it's fine because like kaluba does such a beautiful way of like integrating his family and his friends to mm-hmm. be one like if it's a family event coming over going on like i'll get an invite and Evan will get an invite and Tara like everybody will be invited to come down to be a part of family moments which has got to be probably one of the the best ways to keep friends like united in that way because you feel a part of family so you actually Mm -hmm. do want to keep up because you care about the people that they care about so look at you having great friendships (laughs) um all right I got some more questions uh, so, Patrice, this one is called Give an Inch, Take a Mile. Have you ever felt like you've had to make your boundaries very clear on what you were and were not okay with in regards to his friendships with females? Um, I mean, when we, I guess when we started really dating like especially getting married I definitely was kind of like you know well I mean we're around each other 24 7 so like just us like having our time like even some of my friends like I realized like okay I can't you know hang on the phone with y'all all the time or like be on my phone doing xyz so it's kind of like you know yeah talk to your friends of course or I'm gonna talk to my friends but like let's make time for each other Mm -hmm. so not to you know just be talking all the time or you know just or respecting like when it's a certain time like okay we're getting ready for bed we're laying down and chilling with each other so not to really be preoccupied and be on the phone and stuff like that and not that I necessarily I guess I didn't have to always come out right about it because it wasn't really a problem like we both kind of recognized that when we were in each other's spaces like living together so it was kind of a it was said without being said yeah and I feel like that's just also kind of plays into who he is as a like who he is in people's lives too like I don't know who this man is but in other people's lives it seems like he is just a helper important yeah (laughs) he's he's like like I was going through his phone because if you leave your phone open around me I'm in it what up I'm on your Instagram I'm on your Facebook what's up Chelsea was here thanks um so I was going I was looking at his phone and I'm like man this doesn't give you a headache all these voicemail oh, yeah. things all these like what is this like get rid of this and I look at the voicemails this man's dad calls him <laughs> <laughs> leaves a voicemail for every phone call every day of the week and I listen to at least eight of them he don't want nothing <laughs> Every he don't want, he don't want nothing. That's definitely for the fault. Oh, he don't want nothing in every single voicemail. Just Junior, um, are you coming over today to bring your tools? If you are, Junior, my, my, my tools are my clippers. Junior, right? Junior. I need a haircut. Junior, you just call me. I call you back. What's going on? Like what? Like I haven't seen my grandson. And like when I <laughs> when I'm there, like he's always running around to help someone. You have a serious like wannabe superhero thing. I mean, it hasn't been a detriment to you. To other people, it can be a detriment. No. I have all sisters, and my dad is a book smart African. Can't do anything with his hands. So I was kind of bred into default. this role. <laughs> I had like to learn. That? I had to learn how to do everything early. 
and then how do you feel being in that role this has nothing to do with that but how does it make you feel to be in that role because like it doesn't really bother me i feel like i'm the big brother even with my cousins who are older than me i'm their big brother so you feel like everybody's big brother yeah, it doesn't bother me though the only time it really bothers me when it takes time away from patrice and my son okay and that's not really my friends it's more so of my so have mom you, and dad so okay so have you had to set any boundaries with people or like like literally make those boundaries clear with people so that you can have space for your family it's kind of hard doing that to an african dad and a jamaican mom but mm-hmm. they know when i say it's time for me to leave they don't really question me now okay. patrice no, they don't question patrice you. Yeah. everybody in my family questions patrice because she's too nice me they never question me so i said i'm about to leave i have to go home and spend time with my family okay let patrice say that Patrice, stay a little you don't longer. Wanna, I'm just gonna make some food. Oh, they be trying you. <laughs> they love Patrice. That's good. They just know since I was like, I told Patrice, I'm, I've been the same person since I was 12. When I say something, that's what it's gonna be. It's no um, persuading me. It's no yeah. peer pressure. It's not gonna work. Dang. So they just leave it alone. Kaluba, have you ever had someone you thought was a friend overstep a boundary, or like, like in the ways that? Steve Harvey was talking about as soon as they could get in, bloop, shooting a shot now. No, because like I always tell you, I'm really I could really judge people well, and I pick my friends wisely. Okay. So I never had any woman try me in that way. Are all of the of all of the five female best friends that you have are any of them married? Are any of them in a relationship? Oh, Danielle recently just got married. Okay. Are any? relationships um no you guys are all single wow wow <laughs> it's, it's yeah. funny because danielle's a white girl she's married mm. <laughs> all mm. my black women, women the, friends. the only one that to able to get it together that ain't my fault though so no friends have ever been like or you think like they've ever tried to and not just your five friends that you have now like any yeah. other friends that you tried i really don't have any women friends outside of them you know all my women friends. Okay. I And I guess I'm now, asking that. Okay. Now, recently, I feel like a lot of my photography clients I've been befriended. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because we didn't even Those get into friends. the fact that, like, used to be a personal Patrice's trainer. <laughs> patience, <laughs> I literally, bar none, okay? Because never in my day, today, <laughs> tomorrow, or the next. Will I be with a man who's got five female sisters, five female best friends, and is a fucking photographer with mostly female clients? Yes. (laughs) Come on now. Like, what are you doing? Give me a break. Listen, and the shoots, the the concepts. And the concepts. (laughs) Look at this ass. And you've said this before. It can be so easy. If you really, oh, if you really wanted to, and could. the fact oh, that they're in Atlanta, easy. I was trying to tell Patrice, all I need is a Wi-Fi password and a beard, and I'm a photographer. Any girl I want. Why do you need the Wi-Fi password? Because <laughs> girls, you know, women love Wi-Fi. Oh my god, oh that's the first thing you ask for when you Shut go to somebody's house is Wi-Fi. Don't. So as long as you got good Wi-Fi, a beard, and a beard, you feel like it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. In Atlanta, seen as. Y'all think most mm. men are gay anyway. Oh, Lord. Okay. Trying to tell Patrice recently, I've had one of these, one of a woman I shot, and she was asking Patrice, well, she was asking me if Patrice liked women. Okay. And I told her, no, my wife is strictly dickly. <laughs> okay. And um, one of my coworkers was trying to tell me, she's like, nah. She was using your wife to get to you. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I can see that. But she's not my type. So even if she was trying to get to me, she's not my type. Okay, so but this person wasn't a friend then. So you've never had a friend try you. No, because I think usually just like mostly women have the motive to like, okay, nothing's going to happen if they friends on the guy. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what's it's thrown you off because you're a woman. You always had the power to put a man in a friend zone? You've okay. never been friend zoned like that. Okay. So it's not relatable to you. But for me, it's easy. So most, I'm not saying you guys know your place, but most women are not going to try me because they know I'm not that type of guy. Yeah. Like, like I was telling Patrice, like, how many times have we slept in the bed and nothing has happened? Yeah. 
And I always slept on the foot of the bed. Same thing with my other women friends. I slept in the bed with them before. And then and then you would wake up to pictures of you in a bonnet with your mouth open <laughs> and some other shit. Horrible. Like this man has way too many photos of me just sleep with my mouth open somewhere. Everybody. It's just it's just ridiculous. Everybody. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> my sisters can't stand it. To be honest, so we were talking about outside influences and how other people. So my mom specifically, my dad has always been really good with my guy friends. Like, I, and I think that he thinks that that's normal. My mom does not think that that's normal, mm. and she's always like, like, if I'm like, oh, Kaluba's coming, and she's like, um, is he bringing his wife? Like, if it's a time where she, <laughs> when she's not, I'm like, I'm like, no, he's not. It's just him, and she's okay with that. <laughs> what? Yeah, I can't believe it. Like. It, it is a very strange thing that we have. Like, I don't think that this is something that too many people in our age group, like in their early 30s, are like, yeah, I got a, a male best friend from 15 years ago and we're still friends, like to the extent that we're friends. Like from 15 years ago, maybe they ain't seen each other in five years. Like, no, we see each other every year. It's been at least like six times just this year. Like, yeah. it's pretty consistent. So like, you just... I bet having those outside influences was probably difficult. Shout out to you yeah. for pushing through. And like my, yeah, a lot of my friends, like my sister, though, specifically, like she's like you, how you're like, uh, he got that. How no. many friends? Like he's doing what? And I'll just be like, yeah. And I know it sounds crazy, but. And I, I Do you feel think they're like, over it now? Nope. No. She, really? and, Man, she's coming not, into my body count last like, week. <laughs> But see, I think I think the reason why it's hard for people to make like men and women friends is because when we like read or watch or whatever love stories, how they come to be are usually best friends and who've been friends for a long time and then they suddenly realize it was you like the whole time. Yeah. Or you could look at it the other way, like how Steve Harvey's saying, like like basically making guys just like wanted to have sex Mm -hmm. and it's like oh well she's attractive let me see if i can get to her Mm -hmm. so people think of it i think and And all you guys are attractive all my women friends are attractive they are yeah Yeah. and so that again that's why initially it was so hard for me it's like like how i said earlier like you're a good guy you're attractive you got good things going for you all of your female friends are cute like i don't see why you wouldn't have tried to date them either so it was just like what and then you meet us and we're all just two screws loose (laughs) (laughs) like no we all got like really good jobs and shit but like life really been life (laughs) and life really been life but yeah yeah but i i mean i just have to kind of not ignore like i acknowledge and understand why why that's hard because it is but mm-hmm. like like i was saying before like i i mean i gotta look stupid mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm Are you not about to run to? behind you yeah, yeah yeah have you ever felt the need to check a bitch patrice <laughs> um no that's not really my nature i'm not aggressive in that way no patrice is no. one of the sweetest people ever i'm not you ain't never want to check a bitch and Oof. and i've also said this too like i before I really knew you guys, it was more so like, well, I, I mean, I trust you. I don't really trust them yet because I don't know them. So like, why would I come and try to check you? Like, right. I should be mad at him if anything happens. So I was never. One. She had a really good temperament for this because <laughs> what you just said didn't make sense to me. Like. <laughs> To say that you trust him, but you don't trust the girl. So why would you check the girl? Like you would check the man. Like sure, because that's who you're dating. So normally that's how it would go. My crazy ass is like, <laughs> I don't trust. I trust my man, but I don't trust them. I'm definitely finna check this bitch. I'm coming in with all kind of like, hello, hey girl, you're our friend. Like you know, like you kind of want to come in with a certain kind of attitude to show like. That you've pissed on this tree kind of a thing. So did you did you expect me to be like that? I think, so when I first met you, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was a New Year's. I don't know which New Year's, um, but it was a New Year. And I think I was like, oh, dang. Like, I knew about you. I knew that he was dating. I don't know if this was when y'all had just got serious. 2014, New Year's. It was a peace drop. 
okay. or Trevor. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah, because we had really just became official because I had to ask. Okay, so that's when we can come back to that. Okay. <laughs> wow, the face. <laughs> I tried to do camera this time. Y'all really missing out on so much. You just got caught. Yeah. So anyway, um, I think then I I don't think that I was nervous that you had that kind of personality. I don't think I was ready for that. But I, I do think that I was like, man, I hope this person doesn't push me away. Like, I hope this person knows I come in peace. But also with that, I think that I, I mean, I have a hard time being myself with a lot of people for a long time. So I was like, dang. I'm not going to be able to have as much the kind of fun that I want to have if she's around. Cause I don't know if she's going to think that I'm a weirdo or some shit. <laughs> so there is always that, but no, I don't think I was like nervous of your energy. I was just hoping that you would allow this friendship to continue. And you did. Yeah. So here we are. Well, Were not. You- I was probably the same way too. Cause I mean, I'm super awkward around anybody that I meet and I, I mean, I don't have a lot of new friends either. Like, I have a lot of old friends. And, I mean, well, not a lot. I have a few old friends that I kept around. So, I don't really go out just meeting people. So, it was a little awkward for me to be like, oh, I'm going to meet his friends. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I want to be likable. And I don't want to seem like I'm trying to come off like, "Mm, who are you? Yeah. I don't want to be like So, kind of the same temperament that you had with meeting the guys. Yeah. I just hope they like me. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Well, here we are. Yeah. So, <laughs> last question. This one's for both of y'all. Answer at the same time. Mike, ready. Mike, ready. <laughs> How ready are y'all for me to get married? Do it. <laughs> I'm and saying this in a sense of, like, I, I can be married so I could leave him, leave him alone. Oh, no. That's never going to happen. No. I just I just <laughs> said get married so we can have double dates. Definitely. In my head, I saw this being a resounding, like, oh, my God, yes. Somebody kick her off of the market. <laughs> Kaluba came here. They're here for freaking 48 hours, and he changed my oil in two minutes because I refused to deal with car things. So that, and, uh, before I put my stuff down. And pulling weeds in the front. like That's my mom, though. I got that for my mama. Yeah, you can't sit still. Well, dang. So y'all don't need me to get married? I could just... I could just keep being here. Because I already know it's going to be something her husband can do. And she's going to be calling me. Oh, Lord. Wow. And I'm going to be well, upset. He's very capable. But see, that's why I want that for you. Because, like, you, I know that you enjoy that you have a friend who can do this. Yeah. And I'm glad that he can. But I want you to have that for yes. yourself. You would have I mean, somebody that can take your car and fix up your. And I felt like I had that. He just missed a lot of other qualities. Oh. It's rough, man. Y'all got it in good. That, oh, so that was another thing we talked about yesterday, even though that was supposed to be the last question. But, like, the timing of all of it. Like, Kaluba, you said now, and which I'm starting to realize as I want to have platonic male relationships right now. I really don't want to be with someone um, in any other kind of way. And I'm finding that difficult because no one is okay with not being able to have me entirely for whatever they think that that is because a lot of them also don't even want to like be with me be with me like they just want to have me for a moment mm. and it's like dude y'all are missing out on so much even though Kaluba said that I was um of no value I think that I'm a really good good friend to have That's I think I'm hilarious. let me clarify he said that I was not a value add. I said women aren't great friends to men because anything I need, you can't help me with. If I need a shoulder to cry on, you're going to be looking at me like, this grown-ass man is crying on my shoulder. If I need to move furniture, <laughs> you can't help me move furniture. If I'm about to get in a fight, you can't get my back. You guys are horrible friends. But all, <laughs> but all, but all those boxes, I can check for you. If you're crying, you can vent to me, no problem. I'm going to try to solve it. You're not going to listen. But I can check that box. If you need help. Moving furniture, check that box. If you're about, if somebody smacks your ass, I could, depending on that, right, check that box. Any box that you need to be checked, a male I friend can provide. I provide great creative inspiration <laughs> to your life. You think men need that? I, I don't know. So it's cute. I, I appreciate it, but wow, I don't I'm need cute. it. So I don't do nothing. Most women don't. You know, I really don't. It's crazy because I, 
I don't I don't deny it because like I jump at the like if he has to ask me a question I think so the only time he because I used to work in the dental office so the only time he does ask me anything is if it has to do with like dentistry or something and I'm like aha <laughs> <laughs> I can't help to shine. <laughs> that's Patrice too though like I get so excited just imagine being married to me though because no, ask Patrice I literally I, I never feel needed like I really and I guess like you can look at that as a positive like I can just worry about me but like as a partner I want to be able to help you or do things for you and like I'm pretty much never able to unless he's just like okay I won't do this so you can do it for me (laughs) crazy I don't know because I feel like in my other relationships I do I don't know I guess that'd be interesting to hear let me tell it. I do all the things. For come find out, I don't do shit. That'd be crazy. <laughs> that would be insane. So what? I wonder, like, is that? I mean, you have these female friends. Like, are you? Did you choose to be their friends to help to help them? No, they're like, they're all they're great. They're all great people, and I think they. These are his daughters. <laughs> all I the think... daughters he talks about having. Oh, I want to have all these daughters. Right, so, got them. So say what the value add is, because you have Chelsea as a friend. You've, they're great. You've been pe- her they're friend great for a long people, time. and I I don't think somebody has to add value to your life to be a great person in your life. Look at KJ. I'm funny too. But the great, look, but the great person that she is adds laugh. value look, to you. Look at our son. He don't bring no value to my life. Oh Lord! <laughs> he can't but do see, nothing. He just, just he, he just be slobbing and smiling. Joy. Okay, yeah, I just joy. feel like you're using the wrong word because he does add value. Like he just, he can't do anything nothing. for us, but he he <laughs> like you said, he, he brings slobbing. joy to our life. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying. I appreciate You'll Chelsea. I love Chelsea to death, but I don't need Chelsea. She's nothing. Chelsea to do to help me out. Oh my God! <laughs> he he says that to me very often. It pisses me off, but it's but I love true. It so much though. So. Wow. But I told Patrice, like, even on our first date. I feel like a value add because I'm hilarious. I feel like my hilarity alone is like. And I love you for that. You are hilarious, but you're not like top 10 in my life. (laughs) What does that mean? I'm just saying, like, top 10 hilarious people in my life. Bro, what? You're not. I love you, but you're not. But like I told Patrice, like, when I was in, when I first started dating, I told her our first date. My mom said, whoever. Like <laughs> the fuck? How is it nine me and motherfuckers ahead? I'm not even top ten, so it's at least 11 motherfuckers about it. That makes no sense. Who well, could out of they my, be? Out of my women friends, you're probably... Number you, one. You're number two, probably. Oh, you're adding Who? your male friends. Yeah. Who's funnier than me? You want to name all ten? No, don't even. <laughs> just don't worry about it. That's, that's outrageous. We'll but get back to that. The reason I'm like this is my mom's fault. My mom was trying to not say make like the perfect son, but I guess she saw what her husband was missing and she was like, my son will not grow up that way. Yeah. So she made sure I was always outside, always doing this, learn how to fix this, learn how to fix that, learn how to read a manual because my husband can't do it. I mean, she did an amazing job, I, I, I must say. Like I was telling you guys earlier, like integrity is like the number one thing I feel like every man should have. So my mom used to, and I say she beat that into me, but... She thinks that's a good quality of man should have his integrity and honesty. I think last time I was at y'all's house, I was talking about how I thought that he was lying that entire time when he talked about being celibate for four years. I was like, yeah, right. Like, I think I was like, no, nah, he was out. And you was like, oh, yeah, go ahead and tell it, Chelsea. And he was like, yeah, what are you talking about? I was like, no, nah, man, he was out here. He was in the streets. He was a hoe for sure. And apparently you weren't. No. I still don't think that I believe that. I don't know. Because I felt like there was something that made you become celibate. And I thought it was, was because you was hoeing. That was high school, though. You was hoeing? I was not hoeing. I had a threesome. And then now you knew you was like, and then yeah, I, be, I need to And then I was celibate until I met Patrice. But why? Because, oh, I, well, I told, well, it basically happened. I was dating a girl. Um, we were sleeping around. And then her boyfriend came back from the military. And I was like, oh, these hoes be lying. And so I was thinking, like, I can't be, the, I need to be the only guy in any girl I mess with. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm just going to be celibate. I don't trust any woman in Georgia, any woman in Georgia. Mm-hmm. So I chose celibacy. And then when I met Patrice, you still thought I wasn't celibate. But ask Patrice. Like, before the girl, before I met Patrice, she pushed me into a car. Like, we're in between two cars because mm-hmm. I wouldn't sleep with her. That was before, like, Netflix and chill. I didn't know what that was. Mm-hmm. So went to her house, mm-hmm. t shirt and panties. She told me to bring a movie. I'm really about to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. 
So you know my dumb ass. I can't fully clothe. Well, of course. Was, well, I mean, I hope so. It was like, transport. I'm, I'm talking about like I had I had jeans on. It was like twelve o'clock at night. I had jeans on. Showing oh, up to her like apartment. And she had like t shirt and panties on. I was like, okay, I'm not gonna think nothing about it. So she fell asleep watching the movie and I tucked her in and then I had her roommate come lock the door when she fell asleep. Not knowing what she wanted. But even when Patrice asked Patrice, how long did it take me to kiss you? Like a year. A year. And see, and this takes me back to what I was trying to say <laughs> earlier. Well, I think it really was a misunderstanding, but like I didn't Not even, a year long misunderstanding. I didn't even know we were like, like if he was really interested. And I guess that still kind of goes with the topic. Like I thought, okay, like is this guy trying to be my friend or is he really interested? Like I was very confused. But I told you I was celibate. <laughs> I said whoever meets my mom, that's probably who I'm gonna marry. Ask my mom how many women have met my mom. But see, I don't remember having meet? that conversation. How soon did she meet your mom? She met my mom. What, five well, months? Well, when was our first date? January. That was... January 4th. What year? 2013. I mean... January 4th, 2013. And then okay, you loved me. And then it was December. a Sunday. You loved me so much that you couldn't wait to see me the following oh weekend. Uh, gross. And then December, the, well, May is when I met your mom. Met my mom. And then... So by five months in, you knew. But... Remember, I texted you a picture of her, and I'm like, this is the girl I'm going to marry. You're like, what? She's light-skinned. <laughs> that's all you said. And then I sent a picture to Evan, and he was like, that's not your type, but okay. And then Rudy was like, stop playing. You're not about to marry her. And he's like, she's cute. I sent all you guys pictures of, of Patrice. I don't remember this. You but know, you know, I keep did, my I own. Well, and I was super I, You want to be- believe you remember every single word that ever was spoken to you in existence so, no really i don't i don't need you to prove it i believe it because yeah i mean you talk you used to talk so bad about light-skinned people and blue pure compatible little <laughs> light bright ass but it, you know it's all worked out KJ's yeah to make a long story really short the girl's dating before patrice she's like there's this girl who's so pretty in my class i want you to introduce us she has an afro and i was like she likes skin or dark skin she was like she's light-skinned and I was like, nah, I'm not going to introduce y'all. I don't care about light-skinned okay. girls. Come to find out. It was Pat. That was Patty. <laughs> and she still follows me on Instagram to this day. Follow Patty by on Patty's Cakes. Okay. So she, wants, that, she wants to make an Instagram I want, page. I want Kate, Pat to make an Instagram of her, but it's called Patty's Cakes. And it's just all around the world. They travel literally everywhere all the time. It could just be Patty's Cakes. <laughs> I think it sounds great. <laughs> all right. All right, let's tie it up. So in closing, since I'm done grilling, y'all, in general, male and female friendships for 15 plus years, as I mentioned before, is not something common in our age group. So as a person who is apparently the only person benefiting from this friendship, again, not a value (laughs) add, um, having a male in my life who doesn't want or need anything from me um, has gotten me through probably some of the darkest times in my life and clearly still is. Um, So if you can have it, go get it and nurture it and don't have a mindset to cross that line because you can miss out on a forever friend and somebody who could just be really a best friend, a a brother, a sister in your life in moments where you need it most. Um, Kaluba, I'm gonna keep it short and I'm gonna keep it cute. Because y'all know I can get real sensitive when talking about this stuff. So um, thank you so much for just being the best brother imaginable. Thank you for setting. Thank you both for setting an example of a healthy relationship. Y'all, I hope y'all feel like real adult about everything in y'all's process. Even when y'all was young. Sounds like y'all had a really uh, mature mindset on things um and clearly y'all are an example to the rest of our friends y'all have inspired people to go out and get married so hopefully we all um follow suit pretty soon so we can do stuff um <laughs> it means the world to me that y'all haven't put each other through the type of games that people play and i know marriage isn't easy but it sounds like y'all are just good people to one another and i feel like that's got to be the best start so shout out to y'all and patrice on behalf of myself 
and all of the rest of the women who wish a nigga would come around and try to be in my life with five sisters, <laughs> five female best friends, and be a damn photographer. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> we salute thee. Um, and that's really it. Do y'all want people to like follow y'all on social media or something? Do my you care? My mom calls me Jay. Um, it's Patty B. That's my IG. <laughs> okay, y'all follow them. And and this is um a beautiful mind podcast. Follow the podcast um Spotify and Apple, IG on Beautiful Mind Pod.